before we go ahead and begin today's episode, we do have a sponsor for today's episode, and today's sponsor is Kraken Notify. Kraken Notify are dedicated to being the true all-in-one group, and their features back up that statement that you guys can view on this screen. So it's pretty obvious that they have two types of memberships here that you can see on screen. One at $25 a month, and their premium membership at $40 a month. They have a ton of features on screen, but I'm going to go ahead and highlight a few here. You have two such as a web Twitter monitor, a custom inventory tracker, and a Discord scripts application as well as everything else on screen so this is pretty useful if you're a reseller and a butter you can utilize all these features and the best part you can check them out for absolutely free with their free trial that they provide to us for the viewers of the bot talk so go ahead and make sure your discord is logged into your browser then go ahead and check out the links down below you can go ahead and check out their free trial and if you wish to stay afterwards then you can i also highly recommend you check out their social media platforms that will be linked down hello everyone welcome back to the bot talk in today's episode we are swifty from quiet solutions this is going to be a good episode let's go ahead and jump straight into it the first question i want to go ahead and ask swifty how do you discover the buying community um i actually discovered the buying community when i was actually um working in starbucks um there i think it was two years ago when like my parents told me to go find a job and then like basically they told me to live on my own and then so when i was actually in starbucks um I was working around 40 hours a week and then I was, I was kind of told by my parents that, you know, you're not going to get any kind of funding whatsoever. So I have to like kind of fund uh, my rental. I have to kind of take care of myself overall. So I had to kind of look elsewhere for kind of, you know, secondary income. Um, so then I kind of started looking into um, reselling because I was searching online and then somewhere online it told me that you could resell clothing um and then i felt i just all of a sudden you know the you know long story short like many other people they started going manual trying to cop uh, clothing and i actually went for palace um it was this drop that was going that had this palace ripped t-shirt um it was and now it's going for like 120 dollars um Basically, I kind of ditched work on on that day because I was like making a lot of drinks for customers, and then I sat in the bathroom for like an hour waiting in the queue. Um, and basically, like literally, that was the entire story. I was just sitting in the bathroom for the the entire hour, um, and then I ended up not copying a single shirt. Um, so I think to me, it was like that. Um, excitement and that nervousness that that kind of brought me into this uh, feeling like you know I have to kind of get that satisfaction um, that kind of feeling that you can cop something limited um, so for me I, I kind of just went into went onto YouTube started search how to cop palace and everything and I remember seeing Butterboy Nova um, I think he his his video popped up first and I started watching all of his videos and obviously because there was some kind of advertisement and sponsorship that brought me into the the sneaker community which goddamn the, the community is is something else yeah but definitely. <laughs> i think the community um you know it's a it's a it's a wide opening um uh, kind of experience to me but i i believe i when i first joined my first couple of groups, I actually forgot what it was, but um, I was just kind of following what everyone was trying to do, just kind of 
joining giveaways, trying to be that lucky guy. Uh, and that that's kind of how I discovered the botting community, like basically just through, you know, hoping to resell and then realizing that there were so many different bots, different groups that provide information. And there were a couple of like free groups that I joined in. I was like, okay, you know what? Seems like it was uh, something that I, I really wanted to do because I see so many people cooking and I wanted to be um, part of that. So yeah, that's that's kind of how I discovered um, this community and I actually love it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this community does have some positive and negatives that I'm sure we're going to definitely dive into. But one element of your answer that I do want to speak about before we move on to the rest of the questions and obviously uh, open up the discussion. You spoke about mm-hmm. how two years ago, your parents essentially said to you that you need to fund yourself and uh, that you're basically on your own. Now, this is... I wouldn't say controversial, but people have a, a very diverse opinions on it because of the fact that people are raised in different households. There's people that are in their mid-20s that are still with their parents. Their parents don't make them pay rent. The parents wash their clothes. The parents pay, pay for food and uh, they don't see a problem with it. But there's people like yourself that was put in these situations where you have to fund yourself. And mm-hmm. I think I, I do want to dive into like It is pretty interesting because in this community, there is the general stigma that a lot of these kids or people, I should say, that do bot are just rich kids that are funded from their parents. Obviously, uh, there is scenarios where the people are built up from the bottom. You've, I've had plenty of people on this uh, podcast that came from nothing, quite frankly, in their words. And one thing I didn't want to tap into, so when your parents essentially said to you that you need to fund yourself, did they kick you out of your family home or were you over living by yourself? How did that situation kind of go down if you're comfortable about talking about it? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's an amazing question. Um, when I was, uh, so I actually I was born um, in upstate New York. Um, my parents are actually really, really strict about work, but I, I honestly, you know, in many situations, I take it by heart. Um, I mean, the more that I grew older, the more I realized, uh, you know, how they were honestly just trying to to benefit me in, in certain ways. Um, and so, so basically, um, I've been kind of traveling since when I was in lower school. My parents kind of just told me that, you know, like uh, they brought me to Beijing for studying, to Hong Kong to study, as well as in Taiwan to study. So I kind of studied in, in many places, um, all funded by my dad, my dad especially. Um, and so for me to take to have the privilege to to fly to the the states and study in boston um i think starting at that point um they were pretty critical about me trying to me being self self self-sufficient basically um and i think a lot of the times when i was um, when i'm in um in koi talking to a lot of my the, the users a lot of the the members that are with us um they actually they have many of these situations where they ask me this kind of question and I always kind of tell them that, you know, sometimes when you're, you know, at a certain age, yeah, definitely, like, there are certain things that you just don't see it, you know, don't see it coming. But to me, when I was in this situation, um, I mean, I take it by heart. And I, f- I felt like once I got into college, it's time for me to kind of um, take that initiative um, and, and be able to, to take care of myself. And so I think by my first by the end of my first year in college 
um, they told me basically that I just have to kind of go find a job or else you're no, you're not, you're not coming back. Um, and so the only way that I could basically stay in the States is to make sure that I find a job. Um, so, so overall, I think, uh, me and my parents, we always kind of had, you know, a, a great connection. We always cared about each other. And, and I think this was kind of the, the breaking point for me, at least. Um, I think without this kind of opportunity, I would never be in this situation where I, I, I um, would tell myself, you know, I want to figure out something that I, that I want to work on or I, I want to make sure that I can get through this particular time period. Um, and, and it's not even the pandemic. Um, it was actually just a regular summer that I just, you know, had to figure out my own life essentially. So I think that's that's just something that it's, you know, it's it's a it's a lesson. It's it's also a big turning point in my life. So yeah, that is very interesting. I'm very glad that obviously you took that chance. Your parents put you in that position, and it all led to here. But it doesn't always end up like that. Uh, there is. There's probably a scenario that you kept working at Starbucks. Maybe you had to pick up a second job to pay with bills. If you didn't go down the route of starting Kwai and entering this community, let's say theoretically speaking, you just take that Starbucks, would um, would you still have the same outlook in the terms that you'd be grateful for your parents pushing you to be independent? Or would would your feelings about the situation be different? No, that's an, that's an awesome question. Um, basically, I think, um, let's say, uh, like in your in your scenario, um, uh, I'm sorry, in that scenario, um, if that if that would have happened to me in the situation where I didn't start koi or I didn't start, um, you know, anything re regarding just kind of being self sufficient, um, I think, you know, it, it would be really really tough for me to 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 come to this point of day it's really hard to actually visualize myself in that situation but you know putting putting my my past self when i was in high school i believe you know i was i was kind of kind of spoiled i really enjoyed um doing track stuff um doing just a lot of athletics but a lot of the times i, I take things for granted um and i think i think going to college is is kind of that 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 mindset that i mean college was kind of the change that kicked in for me um but i think if if i were to just kind of stick with starbucks um i think you know going back to college i would literally just be you know focusing on biochemistry you know laboratory work continuing with lab laboratory work um that was that's that's still my um that's still my major, um, and I'm still pursuing that. So, um, basically, I I'm kind of juggling between biochemistry, having biochemistry as what I'm learning, as well as you know, koi as a passion on what I love to do, and you know, being with people and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely, that is a very interesting story. It did. Um, it isn't a typical story that you hear. It's uh, it's very unique, and that's why I wanted to dive into it. But switching back towards uh, your origin story in the community you said that you know you'd spend time being a manual butter you eventually came to the problem that obviously you had to resort to bots because you were spending an hour in the restroom going for these releases and just not hitting which is pretty typical most people go down that path 
I went down that path. Pretty much everyone I know that I got into this community went down that path. So when you got into the community, understood how the community works at the time, you've got the proxy companies, the bottom companies, the cook groups, what were some of the first companies in the community you were involved with? Absolutely. Um, I, th I think the first couple of communities that I that I've got myself into was mainly Notify. Um, and I believe, I think it was Pulse Notify. I think it was these two, these two groups. Um, the, the crazy part about how I got into it is because um, I was actually very tight on budget. Um, like, like, you know, previously from the story that I was telling you about, like when I first saw this community and after getting into college the second year, um, me and my friends, we started looking into these groups and then we were evaluating, oh, which one's the, the best. Um, and like many other um, people actually rely on, um, you know, what group buys they have. Um, a, a lot of, a lot of, you know, people who are young, I mean, I mean just people in general, I guess, when they see, you know, these groups having such amazing group buys, the first thing that, that came up to my mind, at least, I was just like, God damn, I gotta, I gotta go into it. Um, and so me and my friends, I think we put in quite a lot of money into a couple of groups um, just to kind of be in there, look into the information. But um, I think we, that's how we kind of got started um, with these kind of groups. And then the first bot that we actually had was, I think it was called DotBot. Wait, dot yeah, AIO. Yeah. Yeah, dot AIO. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was one of the bots that I that I actually obtained um, for retail, um, and I think that's when I first started kind of going for supreme drops, um, and it didn't really go that well for me. Um, but I think overall, it was kind of the first experience of me encountering um, not only just owning these these groups and being in these communities but also kind of uh, exposing myself with you know many different opportunities especially um when i first talked to michael from notify i think he's 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 a very inspiring person um i, I talked to him and he he was very kind to me and kind of helping me out um and as well as shaw from shaw solutions um both of them kind of just were giving me a little bit of tips um, here and there, um, but they were all very patient with me because I I have absolutely absolutely no idea um, how to bot, how to get proxies, what proxies were good. I even used a script to buy seven hundred dollars worth of proxies my first time, so I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> that <Jeez. that's> just... <laughs> I didn't get a refund for that, but yeah, that was a mistake. But yeah, I mean, that's pretty much one of the first botting companies and group companies um, that I got involved with. And from there, that's just kind of where I started, you know, being kind of in the center of the botting community. So, yeah. Interesting. It's a very interesting start. Uh, my start was like very different. And I know a lot of people just get into it different ways. And it's interesting because, you know, no matter which way you kind of come in from, um, we all kind of head towards the same center point. 
And I'd say we're at a similar centre point. You know, we're in the community, we're kind of known. We have companies that we've built up from nothing. Literally, you were uneducated about the community. I like to say I was uneducated. Even the person, even Michael, the person you referenced uh, mm-hmm. in the backstory, he was unexperienced at one point. They build these big com- uh, communities and companies in the community. So it's really, really awesome to see. And I think it's pretty unique because, like, you think about modern day business owners, business owners that are like a really successful now, it takes them decades to go ahead and build an empire. But you look at people mm. in the community, they'd be in here for a year, two years in your case. I think it's nearly three years for me now. And you, you manage to just gain reputation through just being good people and obviously building good products. And that reflects well onto the customers. A lot of this, a lot of these co- communities, a lot of people, that I met, you know, definitely like what you said earlier, they come from different backgrounds. They've encountered many, many different communities. Um, a lot of us have encountered people who, you know, are really, really nice to them because um, I, I believe a lot of these owners that I've I've encountered in the very beginning, they, they were awesome to us. They were very passionate about what they do. Um, and that's kind of what, what I was learning from in, in a business standpoint. Um, that you know you you have to kind of deliver that to you know um, from a business standpoint you you kind of need to deliver deliver that to your customers to make sure that your customers have are receiving um, the best you know customer experience um, so that's definitely something that I've I've learned so much from from Michael and, and Shaw. Um, and I, I remember very, very clearly when I was ta- when I was DMing Shaw um, the first time. He basically told me that um, I, I I I remember I asked him if uh, like what is the best way to to start a company in in this community. And I remember he told me that he told me you know not really anything about. Um, you know, starting a company, but more about my, per- like, how to approach people, how to be, you know, how to be approachable in this community, basically. And so I kind of took that by heart. And that's kind of like, you know, where I kicked off um, after after kind of taking a lot of these advice from these owners. Definitely. Yeah, I think taking advice from owners is very beneficial, just because of the fact that they've kind of been through the community, they know the current standpoint of the community, they know how to navigate it. Like navigating by yourself in the beginning is definitely something that is difficult. I mean, me personally, I latched myself onto a few reputable people and I kind of bit myself off from there. But in my case, it's kind of different. Like I got to speak to these people at length, like we're doing right now for an hour, mm-hmm. develop an episode, promote their company, go through this entire thing. So it was kind of different. But yeah, I think getting mentors and... um Overall, just people that can back you up in this community is beneficial. Shah is definitely a very good person and he's a very good person to help you navigate through this community as well because he's, he's been through like a lot. Like, obviously, uh, yeah. he's got a ton of hate before. He's got a ton of love before. He's a good guy. Like, very good guy. Very nice guy from when I've spoke to him. But yeah, yeah sure. I think, I definitely think it's a great idea to latch on to people uh, that are reputable. It is... There is an argument in here that the high up people just don't respond to people that are asking for advice. And that is mm-hmm. understandable. Like me and you both know, or anyone that's uh, listening to this that runs a company, DMs get flooded, Twitter DMs get flooded. 
you know, it's often hard to respond to people's genuine questions, even though we want to respond to them in the nicest way. But, um, you know, it is always worth just shooting in the shot. And if they respond and you can get some knowledge from them, then that's perfect. And that's what happened in your case. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think, you know, definitely from for everybody who's who's listening to this, like, um, I believe me, me and you, we both kind of receive more than 100 DMs per day. Um, and, and, and for me, um, because I live 13 hours ahead from the U.S., um, I basically, you know, my, my work schedule is, is pretty messed up. Um, I work literally from, you know, I work us time basically, and I sleep during the day. Um, and, and I try to make sure that all of my DMS are received. Um, if I don't respond that actually, you know, like many other owners, it, it essentially just means that we haven't read it yet. And definitely like I, at least for me, I always try to get back to everybody you know, every single day. And that's kind of my daily routine. I take like one or two hours just to make sure that everyone gets a response from me at least. Um, you know, so it, it's definitely, it's enjoyable to, to, to be able to, to communicate with everybody who wants to learn, who wants to, 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 you know, to basically start a business or want to learn something. That's just something that, you know, I appreciate a lot because that has been, that that was me and i want people to to receive the same kind of help that they need to get started you know so that's pretty much like kind of how that was kind of my uh my thought about this situation yeah definitely i mean well like just to reiterate my point i made before mentors are definitely a good thing i highly recommend them i've got a few mentors outside the community inside the community it's definitely very beneficial don't always act like uh, you're a lone wolf uh, mm-hmm. more, more than likely the people right at the top had help you can't really do this alone you really need just people's advice people's support stuff like that it's very beneficial it's not making you weak like there's so many stigmas with it, uh, getting help from people these days that it kind of annoys me when people reject it even though it's beneficial not coming from mm-hmm. me but I see people do it and it's just like if you tapped into this resource you'd be so much better off but going back to something I didn't want to jump into let's speak about the beginnings of quiet solutions so what made you want to actually start quiet solutions that's an awesome question um i think um the reason why i started koi was actually because um i was actually in this community obviously for quite some time um the one thing that i always had an issue with was you know having such a big renewal fee every single month um I think a lot of people could could definitely relate to this in the sense that um, let's say if you're around 16 or 17 years old or even, you know, just going off to college, a lot of people join this community, you know, just kind of paying off the, the renewal, knowing that, you know, at least they could join in for, you know, potential chance for a group buy or just enjoying the community as a whole. Um, I love to be in that situation too but um during that time i didn't really see myself being able to pay the next month um that was kind of me a lot of the times um and and so for me i think uh, when i first started um i actually koi was actually stemmed from me reaching out to this 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 first one of the first scripts called unknown scripts i don't know if you remember them yeah um 
And so I basically reached out to them and I was just like, um, so there were, they had some complications with developing and I think developing kind of halted. And so uh, I kind of reached out and I said, um, I'm starting something um, and I, I want to bring hope to these users who are literally in the chat complaining every day. Um, and so for me, I kind of felt bad. I felt like I need to be in their shoes. I need to kind of step in because, you know, as a user, as someone who really enjoyed being in the community, um, I wanted to, to make a difference. Um, and that's, for me, that's kind of like where I decided to start Koi. Um, and, and to be honest, Koi was literally just, you know, me thinking about, uh, already thinking about a lot of ideas, having a bot, having an extension, having tools, like literally having everything that you could have to help you resell. Um, that's the core of Koi. Um, but obviously the logo just literally came from me thinking about the bot's loading screen, which is kind of weird, but it would be really cool if a fish is swimming in a circle. Um, that was kind of my thought um but yeah i think i think koi basically started off with just an extension and then um a lot of the people who i brought over was like oh so you're just going to sell this is the exact same thing as unknown scripts then and 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 to me i i kept telling them no i'm going to actually add more stuff so i never went paid with the stuff that we provided um so we started off with an, with an extension and then they were just like, so we made a tool and they asked me if I wanted to separate the tool and the extension. Um, and so for when I, when I heard that, I was just like, why can't I put them, you know, in the same package, um, having an extension, having tools and also having the information that you need, um, for every single drop. Um, and during that time, obviously is for bot restocks. Um, and then sooner or later, this kind of thought expanded way more into, you know, just having a boundless idea where you could literally have um, every single product that you could think of in a single package that that can aid you in in reselling. That was that was essentially what um, I was trying to break through um, for Koi. Koi is essentially just an all-in-one package that allows people to use from you know knowing the information to having the product and to also making sure that they know what they can invest in or also continue to make money with um so yeah that's that's kind of how i started koi um and and like still still is till today you know we're still growing like koi is because it's so boundless that we're able to improve every single day and there's so many more products that we're able to introduce to to Koi users with you know just one single um, subscriptional cost. Yeah, definitely. I think why Koi caught my attention is because of the things that you offer, and it is unique. You do offer like an all-in-one package, and that's something you reference in your answer. And I th I do believe that it is a very very good place to be, especially if you're new. And especially if you want to um, cut down on costs, you have a lot of the information in there that you would get across a few groups. And I personally feel like it's a good idea to go ahead and join Kauai 
for the viewers, you will have an opportunity for that later in the episode. But I do believe it is a good place to be. Obviously, um, I uh, I joined a few weeks back when we were doing some business stuff, and I was looking around. Like, you just seem pretty satisfied. Its aftermarket value is pretty high at the moment, and overall, it's a very very good place to be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I think um, to add on to your point, I think um, Koi right now, especially, you know, we have we 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 literally have six developers on our team. Um, you know, so so the the entire team is really really driven to 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 provide for the for for all of our users. And I think the one big thing about Koi is we we essentially we attempt to make sure that we have one of the best and most most unique information that we can provide for users. And obviously we tackled Pokemon first. Um, and me and my team basically uh, dive, dove into Pokemon like deeply um, regarding information, where to cop, um, how to cop, what, what to look out for. So definitely like we look up to all of these um, these groups that provide such amazing information, um, and I think honestly speaking, it's because of these these groups that we we are able to grow every single day. Um, like, uh, and I, I think one kind of PSA for a lot of people is that um, essentially, when you're work, when you're seeing other people grow, when you're seeing other people cook, um, the it's actually an amazing feeling and it's an amazing thing to see because when you see them cook, it actually drives you to work harder and you want, you want to take it positively. You know, I think some people in the community definitely take it negatively um, and, and kind of, you know, there, some people are salty about it, but you know, I, I think personally, I take it in a very positive way that when I see groups, um, when I see bots, because you know we 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 essentially we have our own bot that you know our team is already testing, um, but we also have you know information that is comparable, you know on par with you know like Garrett FNF um, with Pokemart. We definitely have you know a lot of a lot of information for users, um, and I, I feel like whenever I see other groups have the same amount of you know success with us, and it, may, it drives us to even work, you know, work even harder to, to make sure that we are on top um, in a positive way. So, yeah. Definitely, it is the right mindset to have when it comes to running a business, you know, um, with the layout and the other stuff I'm involved with. It's just a constant involving to ensure that you're ahead of your competitors, maybe on par with them sometimes. And especially in this community, like, there's tons of businesses. Businesses are opening up every single day and they close down every single day. So it's very interesting to navigate consumers' demands and consumers' expectations. Like if you offered what you offer Acquire Solutions two years ago, you'd be seen as one of the best groups in the community purely because of the fact that consumer expectations weren't this high. You you weren't joining a group and getting an extension. You weren't joining a group and getting a bot. Restock World did change that. They did start offering in that. And then obviously that shifted the expectations. All groups are implementing that. So it makes me very interested in what the future is going to hold. Are we going to get to a point where you literally join a group and there's an AIO bot ready to go, like an actual application ready to go that 
pretty much every group has to have to even be in the market. It's going to be interesting, and I feel like the boundaries to entry for groups are going to keep getting higher. But mm-hmm. um, I definitely think Kawhi Solutions is in a very good position for that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think you know that's that's an amazing point that you brought up. Um, I think in the very beginning when Koi came out, I actually received a lot of hate. Um, I received a lot of messages. They were asking me, "You're you know." people telling me, yo, you're, you're kind of, you're breaking my market. Um, but in, in a, in a marketing perspective, um, you're trying to make sure that you're trying, you're trying to make sure that you're improving, um, this community day by day. I'm not, you know, in any way, um, at least in my perspective, I'm not trying to ruin anyone's, um, like business essentially. Um, I'm just trying to make sure that this community has some place that they could, you know, rely on and, and say, yeah, I have everything in this package. Like, what else do I need? Um, and and to me, that's something. You know, like like you said, in the future, like maybe one one or two months later, there's gonna be some some other group that kind of follows this this general trend, and and maybe this will be the the new norm. Um, like maybe Notify will have their own bot. Um, I do know, like um, I think Paradox. Um, they have their own bot. Um, and and I think the one reason why Koi, um, like people would put uh, Koi with a lot of other companies, is they don't really see um, that our extension is is you know we're trying to work up to the point you know looking up to people like Zenny, like Flow, like the one of the best extensions basically, um, and we want to make sure that our extensions are on top, our AIO is on top. Um, um, and our tools is to make sure that every single user essentially gets what they need. Um, like our tools um, that are coming out, sorry, V2 of our tools that are coming out, I think, you know, at least in this month or next month, um, just a lot of products that we make sure that users need or users can use um, for these reselling purposes. Yeah, definitely. The evolving products in business is definitely needed. I mean, when it comes to competitors, they're going to message all they want. It's laziness. When the mm-hmm. market evolves, you evolve with the market. That's just how it is. That's how it's always been. It's like that in every industry. And it'll continue to be like that. You see that on a global scale with many companies. Like, um, to go off topic for a second, there's a lot of companies in the UK that um, didn't, do on- didn't provide online shopping and purely... Uh, support their business on the fact that they have loads of stores scattered across the UK you can't purchase products online and when it came to COVID hitting and the pandemic essentially they had to go into administration because they didn't evolve with the times obviously it is an off-brand example but it's very similar to this there will be groups out there that will shut down because of the fact that they're refusing to evolve even though mm-hmm. when they know they should an extension pretty standard these days you should be including it unless you can leverage some type of reputability or clout with your group to the point where members are like oh we don't really care about that we just care about being in the group and that's fine you could easily leverage your group with group buys and stuff like that but the evolving demands is definitely going to be interesting to watch and monitor to see how high they get but touching on the pandemic i know with the pandemic uh we're approaching one year next month in march is when globally that's when everything kicked off which is crazy because Bro, like one year has gone past very quick, but tapping into the pandemic and how it's opened up opportunities, did the pandemic help you in terms of 
freeing up time for work or what was the overall effects of the pandemic on you? That's an awesome question. Um, I think uh, the pandemic, I think when I first moved, I think around March, um, the pandemic definitely like impacted my schedule a lot. Um, in terms of work, definitely not. But I think, sorry, definitely not in the beginning. But when I first flew back, uh, there was a lot of things that I wasn't expecting, um, including uh, my financial um, status in the U.S. because I flew back to Taiwan, um, as well as you know work and and, and classes. Um, I basically have to shift to what I am right now, which is like literally around. 7 a.m. right now, but this is kind of my daily routine that I stay up at night to work on Koi as well as also um, basically going into classes. Um, but I think in terms of the pandemic, the biggest impact that I, that it really really had on me was uh, my financial status. Um, basically, when I was when I started Koi, I had no money. Um, um, Koi was literally just an idea that I, I really couldn't do much about unless I had some kind of funding. Um, so for me, I think when when the pandemic kind of came came on us and we were literally just kind of staying at home every single day, um, I actually took the, the initiative and the opportunity to talk to a lot of different designers, talk to a lot of different um, developers. And a lot of them agreed to to work with me because, you know, in terms of communicating with them, I try to make sure that um, I have a I, I have a firm business plan about Koi and how it could potentially succeed, and I want them in. Um, mm. So I took all of the, all of basically all of my summer this summer base sorry the past summer basically to ensure that. Um, are used like from literally zero dollars um, to to make sure that we have a branding. We have someone who can work on our website, which is I think our website currently is pretty outdated. But um, the, basically, website was done just based off of kind of <laughs> connecting with the person. Um, I think the branding was also done ba based on basing off of connecting with the person, as well as um, our first extension. Um, so for me, it was a lot of negotiating and also making sure that 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 person could trust me, you know, because any time the person could just say no, you know, they could they could just say no any time, and and I could just be stuck here waiting for another day to come, and that's when um, I think when school started around July, um, I told my school I took I I took a really big risk, and I told my school that. I'm able to pay my tuition, um, and I told them that I could take out my scholarship, and I'll pay my tuition. Um, so they actually allowed me to withdraw. Um, I think around, you know, I think not not a really big. I mean, sorry, it is a pretty big amount during that time actually. Um, I think it was around five uh, k to begin with. Mm -hmm. um, and I used that amount to, to continuously fund. I worked with John Soul, the, the designer. He's an yeah. amazing guy. Um, I worked with, um, I think, a couple of logo designers. I spent the 5K just went 
right off the bat in one month in terms of development. Um, so our Koi tools was made and our, our Koi extension was made with just that one month. Um, and then there comes the next month around August where, damn, I don't have any more money. And the people, um, although they're so passionate about Koi, they still want to make sure that, you know, because everyone's in the pandemic, you know, I, I have mm -hmm. to make sure that people are well taken care of. And I, I knew that I can't, you know, continue to make, make people feel like, you know, I'm just kind of, you know, negotiating with, with, you know, how I talk to them and making sure that, you know, Koi will succeed, you know, verbally, definitely that could work. But in the long run, people, we need to make sure that, you know, people are well taken care of. And so I went from 5k that I initially borrowed from my school to I borrowed around 15k. So I essentially borrowed 20k in total from my school. Um, so I was, you could kind of imagine me being in the negative 20k in debt. Um, and, and so for me, I took, you know, August to September, and then all the way till December, um, to kind of fund our whole team, put everything that I got to our team while still still, you know, attending college, as well as making sure that Koi would work. And so originally, Koi was about to launch around October with just an extension. And I, 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 I just continued. And I told myself, if we have this 15k, we can make something work. Um, hmm. And so Koi went from an extension to tools to having a CLI uh, AIO bot in the very beginning, but a lot of people didn't want CLI. Um, so we had to kind of change it up. Um, and so that's why we're transitioning right now. Um, and just basically a lot of products and information that, you know, you, you can you can basically cook every single day in Koi and people people probably would realize that you could you you have so many opportunities to cook um and so basically my mindset was to make sure that uh, at least in this business that it's really hard to say no um like after all after the 20k um like that's that's basically how i how i came about is that you basically have this whole whole package and um, I I literally spent around literally every single day actually um, just with all of my users all of the people that I worked with and also just people who who've been in Koi and have been in Koi the entire time um, I literally still know everybody who are still in our server um, I think many of them I could definitely call as a friend because they're they're such an amazing people. They give us so much feedback, and, and that that's how we that that's how we grow as a team you know, from mm -hmm. from user feedback. Um, and so, at that point, when Koi launched, I also decided that because everyone's in such you know such a rough situation, I, I do feel like there's a lot of people who can't afford being in Koi. Um, so, you know, initially Koi was. I thought to be 250, um, just like, you know, essentially, if you could think about it, having a bot, having bot restock tools, having mo web monitors and monitors, having information like a cook group, um, that could go up to like four or $500 easily. Um, and so for me, I kind of just told myself that because everyone, you know, has been such an amazing 
group of beta testers. Um, and so I decided to take um, literally $100 off and, and say it's well, it's going to be 130 for beta users. Um, and obviously it was from 150 to 130 because I also included $20 for them to use Scout app, which is an amazing app to kind of, you know, budget out and make sure that, you know, at least for the next three months for them in Koi, you know, they can make a, make a good amount of money and make sure that they have a good budgeting plan for the next three months. Um, mm -hmm. So that's, that's kind of how um, the pandemic, you know, drove me to have all of this this free time and an effort to make sure that koi is at, at this position today and and it still is actually so yeah that's crazy man i mean it is an insane story and i relate to certain aspects of it uh, a few things that i do want to pick out let me just recap some things that we did mention in this episode so i set the scene and then i'll answer this question so we keep this in mind that your parents put you in a position where they said you, you're financially by yourself. You have to do everything by yourself now. In your opinion, it was beneficial, <coughs> which is completely fine. So you do that. You pick up the Starbucks job. You borrow money from your school. You borrow up to $20,000, which isn't something to pass by. Like $20,000 in debt is a lot of debt. Mm -hmm. You have That's that. Right. You have a very limited amount of income and you invest it all into a product that you believe in was there any sense of like fear or what is your what is your attitude when it comes towards risk keeping in mind your situation at the time what was your attitude to risk at that time that's an awesome question like honestly i think um to be honest i think when i was here in taiwan obviously i'm just living with my parents every single day they see me, you know, 3 a.m., 4 a.m., um, being online, being in this workroom that we set up. Um, and I think the biggest fear that I obviously had was what if no one wanted my product, right? I think a lot of people, when they launch, you know, um, some people are definitely really, really confident about it because, you know, maybe some people will look into the resale market and say, yeah, I think my product will definitely do well. Um, but for me, I think the biggest part about Koi that I was really, really nervous about was knowing that you know, I think, you know, what if one day um, I can't pay this, you know, 20K back? Um, and what if one day people tell me that they don't like Koi? Um, and so for me, during the, f the four months of beta in Koi, Every, any single user who had a beta key, like actually any single user who wanted to leave, I would DM them and ask them how I can improve and they would come back. Um, like it was just something that really, really impacted me a lot. Like um, I think the first day when we first launched and a lot of people were joining in for free, which is amazing, you know, seeing a lot of people join us. Um, and obviously, you know, I see like one or two people kind of hop out of the the, the server um, and I would just DM them and say, you know, you know, what's up? Like, like, how can I improve? How can I make your, you know, experience in Koi better? Um, and I think I think that was kind of the, the the awesome feeling that when you actually receive and you kind of bring that person back, knowing that you can make that person um, 
have a better experience in Koi or just just in your business, um, then then the overall aspect of of your business can definitely be improved and and make sure that you know you're kind of filling in the gaps and making sure that the the entire business has less errors. And I think for me that was that was what I was driving to do every single day, just making sure that there was no errors. Um, and in Koi, whether it is a community to people, whether it is a bot to people, whether it is, you know, any kind of product that they're thinking of about Koi. Um, and so definitely, I feel like there were m many major factors for me, such as uh, my financial status of having 20K in debt, um, as well as, you know, just knowing that there were many people um, that I actually learned to, to, put like leave um those kind of communities with um when people are you know just kind of talking about your your company you know saying stuff about your company and obviously they were they're good and they're bad um but to me i i felt like it's it's one way for me to improve essentially i wanted to continuously communicate with people and that's why i i have such a great experience hanging out with everybody who have been in beta um, with uh, in Koi because they're they they are the base they are the foundation and the reason why Koi is such an amazing place right now at least to many many people. Um, obviously, we still have so so much room to improve, but that's the reason why Koi is so amazing to me because there because there is a room to improve that we're able to to grow as a community and grow our products. Um, so yeah, I think um, to kind of wrap up on this topic, obviously, I think uh, definitely I def I had so much pressure, but um, I think it's all about you know if you're you know it's not it doesn't just apply to me, but you know anybody who's kind of going through such a tough time that you know you you will always have something exciting the next day, and you just gotta keep keep grinding because you never know what's going to happen, you know? Like, if it's bad, you just continue to work hard. Like, giving up is just kind of making sure that you don't have, you know, the next day to look up to. You know, you, you want to make sure that you always have um, essentially some kind of drive to know that if you're sticking with this and you love what you do, um, you just got to pursue it. And, and that's kind of my mentality every single day um staying up till like 8 a.m 9 a.m in the morning hanging out with people in in voice call um and that, that's just something about koi that i i felt like you know i really really enjoyed um and that really took off that stress from me you know being able to talk to 40 50 users in, the, in a vc which is kind of amazing to me at least um and hearing what they have to say what we should improve and also giving them my feedback about everything that they asked um, is something that I really, really cherish. And so that to me is when they give me a feedback, I, I feel way more relieved about, you know, you know, anything else, such as my financial situation or anything. You know, these these people mean a lot to me. Um, and yeah, I think that's pretty much it, um, obviously. So.
Yeah, definitely. It's a very, very detailed answer. And I didn't want to interrupt you because you obviously were going through a variety of elements there. But it is pretty uh, evident that you do care about the user base. And that's part of why it's so successful. You can pretty much see when business owners don't care about the user base. They don't really make changes. They don't really evolve when they stay stagnant. But obviously, Quiet Solutions has been evolving for quite a while here. But um, one thing I just want to touch upon before we go ahead and wrap up today's episode and move on to the special event for this episode. So Quiet Solutions, you took out the 20k loan. Uh, you fuel the business. It's successful. Everything's going good. Your, uh, your dream products so to speak, is being created and involved. But when it got to its peak, or the point is right now, how has Quiet Solutions being where it is right now affected you positively and also negatively? Um, I think I think for this question, um, it, it, it definitely, I think Koi definitely had a, has a huge impact on my life, mostly positive, um, mainly because I really, really, you know, I was able to actually make sure that I, I'm paying, you know, monthly to my school because they're allowing me to pay monthly. Um, but I think Koi definitely taught me a lot of things besides a business, but more of, you know, just, uh, you know, communicating with people, engaging with people, and also, you know, figuring out this community as a whole. And I think the community has has shown me a lot about you know how 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 much of a hustler many people are and i think that's an amazing thing to see um i think when when starting koi um you know me trying to learn from other people and now people some people coming to to ask questions and also asking if you know we have an open position um i always give them you know equal or even double the answer that they need um, just to make sure that you know they have some kind of head start or anything that they could think of um, and I think you know to answer your question obviously um, I think Koi in impacted my life really really positive positively um, in the sense that you know I'm able to to in some ways make sure that my family is well taken care of um, obviously because of the pandemic a lot of businesses um, are not doing well and especially um, those physical stores that you were talking about in the very beginning um, and i think um, to me being able to you know take care of a team of team of six developers as well as you know many many supports on our team that make sure that koi is you know amazing community to be in um, it's just something that i never really saw um, but I, I, I absolutely love right now because, um, you know, I'm able to, to work with so many amazing people, communicate with, um, you know, the, the, the biggest and also, you know, essentially the biggest, biggest groups in the community that I've never, never expected to, to encounter and receive messages from. Um, that was, that was such an amazing feeling that, you know, I felt like I reached such such a level that I never expected. Um, and obviously, um, going back to the the twenty k that I was talking about, if that never happened, it doesn't change actually about how I feel um, and and my motivation. Um, the twenty k that um, that I took out was was actually just kind of 
it was a really crazy gamble. Um, I obviously could have taken a better path, um, but to me, being able to to make sure that that is well taken care of, as well as my family, as well as my team, and watching Core grow every single day is something that's really, really impactful to me. Um, but obviously, I think health-wise, um, I think to many, many people out there, you just have to make sure that you take care of yourself. Um, I think a lot of people stay up 3, 4 a.m. in the morning, especially a lot of owners, because they want to make sure that all of, our, all of their users are well, well taken care of. Um, and for me, I think definitely one small negative thing that... Um, that I always ignore is my health because you know there's so many exciting things to come every single day and I think the crazy part about Koi is as we pride being one of the the biggest groups that provides Pokemon information me and other supports are always there making sure that people cook um, and so you know obviously to a certain extent um, to everyone out there um, if you miss out, it's it's not the end of the world for you. Um, I think I I've learned that lesson a lot, um, and I think definitely like um, my health has definitely taken a toll. But it every single day when I when I hop back on, um, it's like an adrenaline adrenaline rush. Um, it's just such an amazing feeling hopping on, being able to hop into a conference or meeting room every single day, making sure that our team is, you know, getting the right information and we're making sure that we improve our guides every single day. Um, it's just part of the routine that, you know, made sure for me that I had something that I can rely on um, while I'm working um, in school, as well as, you know, just making sure that Koi as a whole is successful because it's such it's such a um, amazing business to to run, um, and so yeah, that's that's pretty much it, honestly. Yeah, I'm happy to hear about the positives, and obviously, it's a good sign that you've acknowledged the negatives. I definitely feel like having your mental health in a good state and having your uh, your physical health in a good state is two vital elements to business. I've um, I paid attention a lot to my mental health and my physical health in 2020. I dropped like 40 pounds and then I put on like 25 pounds of muscle. And I know tons of people that do this. I know tons of people, business owners that go through this whole process because as an entrepreneur, you just don't really look at your health. You kind of look at money-making methods, developing products. But it's crazy how much, um, how much your physical health being in a good state and your mental health being in a good state propels your business ability and Correct. your overall career creativity is crazy i've never ever experienced it before it's the most natural way to become a better businessman mm -hmm. and i i definitely recommend it to any resellers any business owners any students even just dedicate time to understanding how your mind works and understanding what your body needs if you need to go on a cut you need to burn fat you need to bulk up whatever your whatever your um goals are and whatever your needs are a schedule is something that definitely does help me and definitely does help a lot of entrepreneurs having a, a good diet these very little little things will add up and you'll notice the changes immediately within yeah, a week sure. 
everything yeah. just changes. But um, one way, one thing I did want to bring up just before we go ahead and end this episode to loop it back right to the beginning. At the mm-hmm. beginning, you mentioned that your parents put you in this financial position, and we've referenced it a few times uh, in this uh, episode. After the success of Kawhi Solutions, and right now, you've mentioned that you support your family. What's their overall opinion on your success of Kawhi Solutions now? Yeah, I, I, I think I think it was such a it was a mind blowing experience to them at least that when they when they initially saw me working on Koi, they were just like, "Are you sure you're just gonna um, continue working on this and just you know why don't you just go back to continue focusing on medical school?" Um, and and to me, I knew that um, growing Koi is much bigger than just you know the monetary side of things um as well as you know i i feel like if i'm able to grow koi to an extent um i'm definitely able to support my family in many many ways and they never really saw that too um and and in some ways um i know you know not just me but a lot of people you know when they hear something you know that you hear from other people that are kind of negative you definitely want to prove someone wrong you know that uh, you, you want to make sure that the more they say that, the more you want to strive to succeed in what you do. Um, and I think that's kind of my motivation too, that, you know, I, whenever I hear, especially from my parents, um, especially you know, recently about the businesses and everything, obviously I'm not going to dive in too deep about that, but obviously, um, you know, when, when I hear stuff like that, um, I always would would make sure and I always would hear and and say to myself that, you know, one day I'll make sure that I can take care of them Um, because you never know what what's going to happen. But at least you want to make sure that um, because of all this time, because of all the the 20, 21 years of them uh, taking care of me, um, that I that I am able to say to them for once, which I actually feel, you know, genuinely proud about. that you know it's it's my turn to to take care of the family um and i I think that's something that i i I want to make sure that i do every single day um that you know they could you know they should honestly enjoy their life instead of like worry about our tuition because me and my brother like we we aren't you know you know extremely extremely smart people who can earn like you know full scholarship in the u.s and we also don't have in-state tuition um, so it's obviously in, in the U.S. is basically if you have in-state tuition, it's like you know pretty cheap. Um, if it's if you don't have in-state tuition, it's essentially like seventy-five k. You can't run away from that. Um, so so to me, definitely like it was very surprising to them. Um, obviously, I didn't expect that um, I would be able to do so, but you know at some point when our whole family just sat down and we were talking. Um, they basically, you know, opened up and I also opened up saying that, you know, I'm, I'm willing to take on this role of making sure that my family is well taken care of, you know, especially during this pandemic. Um, and, you know, obviously, you know, my family now expands to the, the whole team and Koi, um, making sure that, you know, I, I honestly, you know, I, I think it's definitely a jump from this topic, but, um, for, for everybody, especially the people in, in the Koi team, I never limit them to, you know, just working in Koi. Um, I feel like 
you know, being open about people who, you know, are always hustling and making guides and everything, especially the, the people who work in Koi, I always, the only thing that I, I teach them is, you know, giving them my feedback on potentially their guides and everything, because at some point they're going to work at some place and people are going to see it. Um, and if they're able to produce something that's amazing, um, then people will want them. You know, I'm, I'm essentially trying to, to make sure that these guys, make sure that my whole team, you know, they're seen in the public. They're going to be seen by all of these great, amazing groups and people are going to hire them. And that's that's something that I'm proud about. You know, some someone, you know, these guys who are 16, 17 years old, who are learning every single day, asking questions that at some point, you know, they're going to be earning in this community. And, and that's the, the essence of this community, honestly, like. You can actually make great money for for the information that you provide. It's just how you deliver it to people. Um, that's just kind of how I kind of teach my entire team. But yeah, I mean, back to the topic. Um, yeah, it's definitely really, really surprising in the very beginning. But um, I think it's such an amazing feeling, and I definitely feel like you probably feel the same way too. Yeah, definitely. It's uh. It's interesting. I think, um, like, my family obviously went through a lot when it came to my upbringing, and obviously now, now that I'm eighteen, my mum <clears throat> mainly speaks to me about the difficulties of they run their own business as well, and yeah. it's uh, I, I don't know what the word is. It's pretty upsetting at some points because you just I just never knew about how dire these situations were and to say where we are now like this isn't a flex this is just simple uh, observations like it's crazy it's absolutely crazy like my parents they my mom was born here my dad migrated here from a different uh, country and like he's he's well he's way ahead than the typical person in this country and very proud of him but at the same time um there is that element of me that relates to your point as well that just I want to make as much money as I can. I want to basically give them a lump sum of money and just say, just put your feet up, forget everything, hand over the business to whoever and just go live your life really because this is just one life. Exactly. You know, exactly. It's crazy. Like there isn't, I think the main thing that uh, kind of keeps me up at night mainly is that they've kind of dedicated their lives to upbringing myself and my siblings mm. and it's a very similar situation to you. And then what happens when we're done? Like, are they like there's no payoff for them realistically and that, right. that and me personally i'm going to create that payoff for them so they can just you know go do what they want if they want to move to italy if they want to move to venice if they want to go do something if they want to go on holidays uh out of the blue then they can do that and i feel like um if you have that connection with your parents you'll innately just have that because if you can combine that with entrepreneurial skills and that connection with your parents you just, everything just leads to that. That is pretty much the end goal. Obviously, success for yourself, obviously building your own family, that's the way you want to go, but keeping your family on a good track financially and keeping connected to them is definitely something that a lot of people do want to do. Right, exactly. Um, I, if, if, if you don't mind me saying, um, I, I do feel like the like talking about family and talking about everything about this topic, um, I do want everyone to kind of know that, you know, 
in this situation it's been almost a year like you said in the very beginning it's almost been a year for for coronavirus um you just got to know that every single one of you guys are not alone um like this community is always growing every single day this community the crazy part about this community is we're all working online um we're all still making money um so you know just we we just got to keep keep grinding and sooner or later every single like literally anyone can start a business um and that's the amazing thing that i i see every single day when i see people creating um, new businesses every day and i see um, new groups all of a sudden coming out and people reaching out on on you know certain things that they want to create as well and that's, that's such an amazing thing to see people um you know having the same or, or very similar mindset that uh, you, you and i have which is just to um kind of you know work your way up there and making sure that you know they're taking care of either their family or just you know financially speaking they're they're able to take care of themselves first um, and i think that's very very important definitely man uh, we covered a lot in this episode <clears throat> and i feel like people are gonna enjoy it i think we just passed over the hour mark we had a lot of stuff in here and i hope people found value of this episode because i personally did there was a lot of elements we touched on and i'm very very glad that i brought you onto the bot talk because i feel like it was a beneficial episode but to go ahead and wrap up today's episode as advertised you guys will have the opportunity to go ahead and join Kawhi solutions i'm going to cut to a clip of me explaining how that's all going to work please pay attention attentively and then we will go ahead and commence the special event. Now that we've gone ahead and wrapped up today's episode, let's move on to the special event. Now guys, please pay attention to what I'm going to say. It's going to be very, very simple. So after this explanation clip, there's going to be a countdown. That countdown is going to hit zero and a Discord invite is going to pop up on screen. You're going to join that Discord invite within the Discord server. You guys will be able to see two channels those two channels will be called lifetime and renewal we are giving away lifetime copies and renewal copies so there are two channels there depending on which one you want to go for you click on the channel inside that town there will be instructions to get the checkout link so you can go ahead and check out so if you click the lifetime channel there's going to be instructions there to get the link you can go to the link and check out the copy if you're fast enough this is a very very easy method so i wish you guys the best of luck on this restock